My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, and I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And today we are going to look at the first two episodes of a new drama airing on Netflix that we all decided to check out. It is called Tomorrow, and it stars Kim Hee-sun and Roan from SF9, Lee Soo-hyuk, my Korean boyfriend, and Yun ji Kim Hee-sun. Them fighting words. Them fighting words. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just like his voice and his face and his just whole everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, and, and our main lady, Kim Hee-sun. Who, yeah. Listen, if you might not know, know her name, but you know her face. Yeah, you, you know? definitely know who she is. Yeah, she is yeah. in everything. Everything, everything. She's like the queen of uh, family it's, weekenders. Mm-hmm. It's wild for me because I picked up Inspector Koo again. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. it had been sitting for a while. And she is a very, very different character in that than she is in this. So it's like, she <laughs> first showed up and I was like, oh no. And then I was like, wait, new drama. Different, this different is a drama. different <laughs> drama. I must different say, I do character. I do like this, uh, like Netflix is doing this fun, like with their Netflix produced or paid for dramas where you can play like, oh, I really like that actor. Well, they're going to be in another one. Yeah, you're so like, you can just hopscotch on to the next this, one, baby. This person's going to be in it. Yeah. Um, I will say two things. Obviously, this is going to be a spoiler for the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. As of the time we're recording this, there's only three episodes out. I personally didn't watch the I didn't third watch episode, the third but one. I don't, I we're not going to talk about that third episode. Yeah. And then blacker. also, due to the nature of this show, there is a trigger warning slash content warning for this, and we'll probably talk about it because it's like yes. pretty much the main point. The themes of the show deal with suicide. It's yes. kind of the the biggest major theme because so if, if that is a problem with, with you, uh, if that is a problem that you have, I would not recommend the show for you. I don't think anyone yes. would. And, and you can just like pass this, this episode. You can just episode. We've we got we more. Wish, we wish you well. We'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> like so. Okay. We like totally understand. Like it's yeah. totally not yeah. not going to take it to heart. Okay, so you take care of yourself. We'll see you next week. All right, for everyone who does not have a problem with this subject matter, um, and uh, let's discuss this drama. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do think that everybody should at least like the theme of that. It's mm-hmm. good to keep in mind, like before mm-hmm. you even start it, like even if you don't have those trigger warning, yeah. like those triggers necessarily. Mm-hmm. Going in with that serious mindset is a good thing because it is a heavy yeah, show. Yeah, it, yeah especially with like the contrast. Comedy, right? Yeah, like, the, it starts off really comedic, like mm, a, kind yeah. of like to the point where it like, if you aren't expecting it, it gets dark. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uncomfortably dark. So, so we should probably say what the show is about mm-hmm. for anyone who just wasn't planning on watching <laughs> it anyway and just like listening to the podcast. Welcome, we love you. So it follows a fellow who just wants to get a job but uh, capitalist hellscape and all that uh, can't mm-hmm. get a job despite having like a billion certifications and various things who's played by Rowoon from SF9 so his character name is Jungwoon who tries to prevent a man <laughs> from committing suicide but then accidentally falls off a bridge in trying to save a man's life and then becomes, uh, he's in a coma, but he's not supposed to be, which he finds out because he encounters a Grim Reaper. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of a sort of a pseudo grim reaper sort of. if you will yeah uh, played by kim Sun, whose name is a uh, kurian who takes him to the afterlife which is just a giant corporation yeah, where <laughs> different like sections yeah where groups. all of like the you know the the different types of reapers do various sorts of things uh <laughs> and they're all arguing over what they should do with this guy because and you know too many people are dying and you know it's that's why they are trying to do all of these things because it's just causing so many backlogs. Like, mm-hmm. in you know, the heavens got too many, too many things to do. I love that that scene, that line that she has, um, that the Jade Emperor mm-hmm. has when she's talking about this, and she says like it's not a good thing to be number one in like we're yeah. number mm-hmm. one in suicides and it's not good. Let's be so number one in something uh, else. Like, so the afterlife know? is run by the Jade Emperor. Um, played by Kim Hae-suk, and she's awesome. Um, and you find out, sort of like you're in this little world building, it seems like every country has their own, like, independently run afterlife, from yeah. what I can yeah. gather. Yeah, very, like, what, centered into, like, like Koreans are talking about the... Koreans, yeah, so this so. is the yeah. Korea's afterlife. Um, and so they need to find something for him to do until he wakes up from his coma. And so she offers him a job and says, hey, if you work for us, like if you don't work for us, you're just going to be in a coma and stuck in your body for three years and then you'll wake up. But if you do come to work for us, I can like put through some, you know, speed, grease the wheels of the bureaucracy of the afterlife. And it'll only be three months or six months. You can work for us for six months, then you wake up. It'll be great. And then, of course, they have to find a team to put him on. Mm-hmm. And so he gets put on Kurian's team, which is the suicide prevention team, which is her and one other dude uh, played by Yun Jian, who's like the tech guy. And they have an app that tells them when <laughs> someone's considering yeah, suicide. Yeah, like a base and it like, yeah, like red and green. Yeah, and so they got to go out and like infiltrate their lives and prevent them from committing suicide and this team is like kind of like a contention in the group in general because mm-hmm. they're like you see that like not all the grim reapers actually have the same like thought process in everything and there are grim reapers who don't think that you should be even interfering with the people who are committing suicide mm-hmm. they decided it so they're going to hell and that's that and then you have like her team which is like more of like i want to prevent it at all costs because mm-hmm. i don't think this is like what we should be doing yeah so there's like a board of directors that has a bunch of fun characters in the afterlife. <laughs> I guess we could say this is a workplace drama. Yeah, <laughs> technically. It uh, feels like one. It really does. And then the one who is the most against her is the uh, director of the escort team, uh, who are the people who escort people from their Place your typical death. grim reaper job. Yeah, that's like the base, yeah. like that's the what you think of as a grim reaper who's their the board, like the director of the escorts is, that's like, that doesn't sound like a good, <laughs> I feel like I could have worded that a little better. Uh, it's played by Lee Suhyuk, uh, Park Joongil, and he's just chewing up the scenery, oh, doing his thing. We, we would watch that other drama if he was the director. Lee uh you and your agency. <laughs> You'd make good money. Yeah. <laughs> just, putting just, that, just putting that out into the there. universe. Uh, <laughs> Magic Mike Korea. <laughs> yeah. uh, or they did like a, a like an anniversary of the cast of uh, White Christmas, and it's 
with all the what are they uh, called? The models. models the, we'd yeah. watch it. One hundred percent. Everyone would watch it. Even people who'd never even heard of White Christmas would be like, "Hey, what now?" <laughs> Sign Let me, me up. clean off the old lens on the glasses. And, uh... <laughs> you sound could be like the like person who runs everything. <laughs> he's just like this major businesswoman. He's, he's just he's oh just playing the DJ. The DJ who just puts on the sexy music at the strip club. Oh uh, uh, yeah yeah yeah. Anyway, back to the song. <laughs> uh, so that's the basic premise of the whole thing also uh rowan's character jun wong is a himbo he's yes. just for lack of a better word he is a golden sweet retriever, kind respectful uh, little bean who just and he like, genuinely cares yeah genuinely yeah. cares about really care. everyone he meets like i mean that suicide that he tries to prevent he's like nope not getting involved not getting involved and then the next thing you know he's like he's like okay he's like okay buddy (laughs) please don't he has real i don't want to be a witness energy that then turns to like actual caring it's like that clear like because there's like a point where they go can go through like a a timeline of like the progression of like how someone comes to the decision Mm -hmm. and they're not supposed to interact but like rowan's like we gotta interact and they're like no this is in the past you literally can't literally can't change anything like yeah, my guy. Uh, we, we have to like in. work on her in her present time to like change yeah. her, not like a past time. So the first two episodes, what did everyone? What did everyone think? I thought they were they're really well made. Like yeah. everybody gets like a really nice entrance. Like he son's entrance in that like red suit <sighs> walking across the park. You know, like oh. they use slow mo so perfectly in this and like everyone's got there and then like su hyuk had the same thing like he walks into that bar like a boss and you're just like the the show the show knows it has a hot as hell cast (laughs) and it's just like we're going to just light them so that you know that that what we all know is that they are incredibly hot people just everyone across the board incredibly hot there's someone for everyone don't worry (laughs) for me I'm just going to get this out of the way because I will be the person the person who doesn't share the same thoughts on on this podcast I know and people are going to hate me for it so I'm just going to let you know right up front no. you can hate me um but I hate Rowan's character and I hate the comedy he does and mm. it's to a point where I it's really hard to watch that's Which like my thought. She hates him. She has no. No, I, I think he's great. No and like, yeah, I've like <laughs> liked him in SF9. I've liked him in other dramas. Mm. I haven't seen him in a lot of dramas, but Extraordinary You was great. Like, I liked him in that. But yeah, I, de- I definitely had a hard time with that. And it's so much of the first episode. And even like in points, like, not necessarily where they're doing in parts they shouldn't be, but it's still in between other parts. So we're mm. still like in between trying to like help out yeah, this they're, girl in suicide they're and they're definitely just, like, like using his obnoxious character. like slapstick comedy that i i personally just it's not it's not for you not for me i i feel like they're using him as sort of a way to like lighten up the Absolutely. rather depressing yeah parts which uh it's I, I would agree like going into the show i was really hoping that it, it wasn't even gonna have mm-hmm. it doesn't need it yeah, in fact, I think it, it would does be better it. without yeah. it. And and what I'm trying to like say in the comedy that he does, he does this like kind of thing where like it not it's not necessarily like, a serious thing, but He Sun's character will say 
a serious thing and like Rowan will like make a weird face and open up his mouth and like move his hand yeah. really like awkwardly in front of his which mouth. is definitely when, like a direction thing like yeah, I don't even yeah. think that's yeah, like true. on like, him in any way yeah. and so it's like it's just like uh, there are some parts you're like I don't like this comedy but I understand why it's there and then there are other times you're like did it actually need to be there because mm. I don't think it did and so I think it plays up like, too much of it like so, some of it is like there's some like fun comedy like for example like when he opens the box and sees Gucci and gets all excited and then it cuts to being like a Gucci and he's just like oh. yeah, and they do like those, that stuff is fun but they then do the you know, um they right got before the, the humor they got um, the credits thing that they that are doing the, the little epilogue, epilogue yeah the epilogue yeah. stuff yeah. like they're a little yeah. like you know cutesy mm-hmm. and fun I, and those are I pretty fun like epilogues like they're fun because they're completely separate from yeah. everything else. I because mean, a, a storyline that's like outside of everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, it kind of lets you leave on a, a lighter note. So you're not like down. Mm, and like, wow, down. that was some, you know, that was some like, rough shit. Well, wow. back to my normal like, life. Like, I think yeah. also, uh, like, if you were just to give all the screen time that Rowan has to uh, his son's character, I'd be, like, 1,000% okay with that. Like, I would love to see more of her. Like, and she's, she's like, a so main good. character, but, like, yeah. I love her character in this. And so I'm, like, really having mm-hmm. a lot of fun because she's got a lot of dimension in her character because she's yeah. obviously struggling with what she has to do in her things mm-hmm. and, like, struggling in, like, what's clearly, like, her department might be... It, they haven't officially said this or anything, but it kind of like seems like her department would be on the chopping block if there was a p- department that was going to be let go or something. And yeah. so there's there's a lot of that into it. And I just I think her character is really cool. So I think it's like also maybe just like me being like me and being like I don't want more of this female character because she's <laughs> great. <laughs> well, I, I get I, it. Like Rowoon brings in the watchers. I get I it, and he's sweet, and I understand. And it's not like he's a horrible character and he does yeah. really nice things and he is the one to be like the but human of the group. The slapstick. Like he yeah. they could do it. I agree. They could like, do it without the slapstick. Yeah. Well mm-hmm. because I there were times it definitely lessened the situation. Like it wasn't yay it's a break. It was yeah, why why are they making that that character react so mm-hmm. strangely in yeah, that and situation there's like- when it was very serious. And it was like yeah. and there was also no need for a comic break then yeah. either. Yeah. I think I would be more not okay with it if it was like constantly in a part where it really is making fun of the situations and yeah. like there's a lot because there's a lot of stuff you could be super inappropriate about yeah. in this. But and- like there's there's a lot of ways that the show like could still show that his sort of more compassionate mm-hmm. personality like for example um, when he grabs the pen that the woman keeps clicking because yeah there was a huge, you know, plot about this woman bullying this other, this writer when they were in high school involving clicking a pen. And when he just snatches it out of her hands and was like, yeah, I'm really sensitive. Like that, that shows his character more than any sort of. And I really like those parts or like, you know, Mm -hmm. the parts when he, there's a point where he sees that the girl that they're looking at, who's like a potential, she's smiling at like a comedy thing and like those types of light challenge she was watching Infinite yeah yeah Uh, and like those sort of light things i think are really nice with his character because they do bring in the humanity he's not like an immortal like being he hasn't Mm -hmm. been doing this for like centuries and centuries and stuff and so i like Mm -hmm. that i just wish it would play more into like those kind of light moments as 
as opposed to slapstick, especially in the first mm-hmm. episode. It was really hard to get through. Yeah. The second and that's one not to say I don't yeah. think that you can't like that and can't think that's like a really that's great device, That's just not to Jesse's too. taste, yeah. and that's fine. Like, we all have different... It, it actually... that Band-Aid off right now in this yeah, very the, beginning the of first, this episode. The first episode made me more concerned, like, it made me worried about the second episode and where it would mm. go. Like, yeah. how it would maintain, like, tone. It really... Mm. But then at least it didn't. It didn't. It found its stride. Slapstick. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like maybe it'll be less and less as time goes on. Hopefully, right. because Thank like you. the first episode was sort of. I feel like was really trying to show like how much of a difference these two people are. Like mm-hmm. right. how different these two people are. I know. Ooh, look, like yeah. you know, he's goofy. She's serious. And she's serious. I don't know, <laughs> like setting up. You know, setting up the the dynamic. But like. Maybe tried a little a little too hard on yeah. that on that dynamic unnecessarily, you know. And I suspect that will settle over time because obviously the point is going to be that he's going to soften, you know, round off some of her yeah. edge. He's going to see that there's a place for compassion within this as well. But he's also going to see that her hard attitude has the classic it's better if you're together that sort of thing you that know? whole workplace drama thing that yeah of course it's 100% <laughs> a workplace drama which is so <laughs> bizarre to think it's just I love that, workplace like, drama. it's such a, a like typical office drama too with the like the little computer nerds in the basement mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. like Rowoon goes to work with for a little bit and their job is like they're like computer nerds who put together the like flashback of your life. Yeah, like, like what you see, you see, the memories yeah. of right your life. You die. Yeah. It's like there's people going through your memories, and like these are the ones that you should look at before you die. And, yeah, like the, and the escort team is like very nice looking and all like and beautiful suits, and like mm-hmm. they just yeah. like walk in and you like st- like you're like step back stunning. and you're like. <gasps> <laughs> I liked how Ramon's character was like, I want to be on that team. Their suits are really nice. Yeah. Look really and then Mason Young is like, I would rather die than have me. you on my team. <laughs> you friggin' weirdo. Get away from me. You are not even good enough to gaze upon me. Like, be gone. I'm really like intrigued by mm-hmm. um the the other dude on the task force uh, oh, who yeah. goes home at the same time every day. Yeah. Never works overtime, and there's something, there's something there. Like there's like a something that we're gonna be revealed about him. I know. I mean, kind of wonder, like, because Korean d- workplace dramas do this. They don't do it as much as J drama workplace dramas, where they like really hone in on things that are happening in the workforce that are bad, and they want to address them, like all the mm-hmm. like the kind of like social issues. And so, like in a J drama workplace, they would be doing that because they want to like promote healthy work life business yeah. you know that sort right. of thing and um, i don't know that that's the case in this too so i'm like no. maybe but also it could be a past like a past life thing yeah. or you know or it's like because she says like there's just like one line in the second episode where he goes he's like oh the alarm's gone and she's like really like not even today and he's like not even like you know you promised me mm-hmm. that i could always leave when the alarm goes off and there's something there yeah well and then when he comes back she said something about like did you find it and he says no yeah like oh and so something what's he looking for something's going on his character intrigues something happened when he died and we need to find the story about that (laughs) and then there's the bigger arc of 
Kim Hee-sun's character got told by the Jaden for there's one specific person that you need mm-hmm. to save. And then you can escape then, your fate. He keeps asking, like, when do I get to meet that person? Not yet. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you wonder how it's that's going to It's got that um, mystic pop-up vibe to it. Yeah. yeah. It really does. It's like a, a darker mystic yeah. pop-up bar. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not as light and as fun. And Mystic Pop Art Bar got dark at times. Yeah, but this definitely gets a lot darker. It's a lot darker and for longer. Like, it's more... Mm -hmm. It sort of starts at the the bottom end of the dark. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not for Mystic Pop Art. So... Yeah. And, like, we obviously only had the two episodes. And, like, it kind of seems like it's going to be, like, one suicide per two episodes kind of thing. Probably Mm -hmm. what's going to happen. But I do feel that it is specifically really focusing in on how dark things are to get to the person to that like as a specific mm-hmm. point be like it's this mm-hmm. this is why so it's not just and like they're all like real actual things it's not yeah. like a oh this demon's infecting their brain yeah. and no. no like so this, it's like the legitimate... first this first suicide was because a, a girl who was horrifically uh bullied in her schooling and she's finally gotten out of school and she works at like a tv mm, uh, like place a as TV a writer, writer yeah. and they are doing a segment on this person who's written a manual and, and it's about school bullying and but it's, it's her basically bullying. her story that the yeah. written by the bully who yeah her. and so she and she's tasked to be the writer of the program like little like documentary entertainment uh, like you know entertainment tonight type thing and she's spiraling because of that Mm -hmm. yeah i thought what was very insightful and it it feels a when i say it feels like taxi driver it feels like taxi driving the fact Mm -hmm. that it's highlighting actual real issues within the plots of the suicide Mm -hmm. thing as far as it would show her asking for help in various ways that were really difficult for her and being ignored. Yeah. And then she would even have to admit that out loud. Like I have tried getting help and no one wants to help me. And yeah, that's so realistic and so, so sad, Mm -hmm. but I found it incredibly important that they highlighted that aspect Mm -hmm. of her story. Cause it wasn't simply, I mean, the showing the bullying and all these things of course that was dark and horrific but to layer onto that the helplessness and to show it mm-hmm. like happening that, that that was actually really difficult to watch but like yeah yeah that's reality so i thought the um the aspect we as a society tend to talk about high school bullying and childhood bullying like it's something that people grow out of right like that Mm -hmm. they you know uh, lots of kids were mean in high school but they grow out of it they don't you know some people become bullies in the workplace but like most people once they're away from that they get out of it and to see this adult who was still just getting off on it she was still Mm -hmm. enjoying the power trip she was still as a grown adult loving that she had this power over this person and like mm-hmm. and still tormenting her like bringing the pen back into things and you're just like yeah it yeah was I, I like that disturbing. because a lot of times it is like people like society likes to especially in entertainment mm-hmm. like decide that um bullies just stop once they become older and kind of like not a lot of people do they might get a little bit better mm-hmm. but like a lot of times they just 
um, they're not teenagers, so they know how to mask it and what's like acceptable and what's not, or like what's going to get you in trouble and what's not like easier. That's like basically what it, it kind of boils down to. And it was good that this show like represented that as opposed to it being like, oh no, it was just like them. It's like, no, I'm sorry. When someone's 16, they're not just going to like magically grow out of being a terrible person because they unless, unless they're really sat down and educated yeah. and, and like there are, like nuances to this discussion this, yeah. obviously and like uh, you know sometimes it's like a mental health issue sometimes it's like a issue that it's at home or stuff like that that mm -hmm. is a play but like a lot of times it's not they're not or they just like kind of work it in in other respects and it's like so we're not going to talk about the fact that like they're still a bully they're just doing in other things maybe they're doing it to their spouse or their kids or like yeah well i know? mean you see that with uh, cases of stuff people come out you know about um celebrities their employees come out and are like you know they yeah. like hit me you know with their cell phone or their whatever they smack yeah. me all the time and then when that comes out then people from their past come out and are like yeah they were like that in high school too yeah they were always like this yeah. this was this is who they are they were always like that mm -hmm. so like, it's pretty rough I, I, it's pretty rough <laughs> but i do think i do think it's good how realistic it shows that mm -hmm. honestly mm -hmm. but, but that's why that's why like i've I've talked on Twitter and stuff about like the people who go into this show going, Oh, I'm going to watch it for Raoul. You're allowed to watch it for Raoul. That's Absolutely. A That's yeah. a lovely yeah. thought. Um, you can still do so. Just know, just know that this is this what is, you're going to yeah, watch. Yeah. This is the show. It's not yeah. just like Rowan being like sweet and cuddly little himbo. It's like <laughs> him in really and, bad situations. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's all like, it's, all suicide like it's mm -hmm. not it's not some of the cases are going to be suicide mm -hmm. and some of the cases are going to be you know that, they wound up that's in an all accident their unit and is. you're going to save them from an accident or something. It's no suicide. it's literally it's a suicide. suicide so if that's hard for you don't you don't well, have to put yourself through that and as we said, it doesn't just skim, it doesn't just skim or even break it down like oh we're going to talk about that for 15 minutes what was the reasoning behind it no like they too like we said Seems seems like it's going to be a two episode arc, mm -hmm. possibly, mm -hmm. and they really get down to all of it. Pretty yeah, much they show exactly go. what's happening and why someone would come to it because it's definitely suicide is never just like a one problem thing, but like also never like a really a spur of the moment thing. Mm -hmm. There are things that like are constantly being happening, and this two episodes show it i mean they show how it's like was constant and nobody would do anything and they were doing it out in the public too like people knew yeah. and they still nobody did anything and so it's like at that point it's like you understand like how hopeless it is because people aren't doing anything so like that's their only other their that's their choice that's it because they've already been proven that nobody's going to help mm -hmm. them yeah through like multiple times of being abused and stuff and i think that's like a really important thing especially with like suicide that like you're talking about that and not just like a you know suicide people don't think about like other people which like yes the other guy's team definitely believes that so you do mm -hmm. see that too mm -hmm. which is kind of hard to see and then like the constant like oh if you commit suicide you go to hell and you're like Mm -hmm. okay you know it's like 
shouldn't be a thing, well, but that's another well, well, discussion that's a whole for another discussion day. about religion and how it's outside of the scope of this podcast. Yeah. But. Although I, I will say that the way they kind of portray it is almost like when we see in episode, I think it was episode two, where we saw he sons like how she came to be in this group. It almost seems like it's something like that. Um, what's that? There was that Robin William movie about um, mm. dreams the afterlife. Yeah. And mm. in that one too, it was, it's almost like the suicide, the suicidal person puts themselves in, in a hell of their own making because mm. they feel like they deserve it because, and that's what she tries to convey to people now is that your hell doesn't end. Like just because you kill yourself, all you the you get to experience you, right? all the like, grief of everyone yeah, like who it's, loved you. Yeah. It just, it's not, this is not going to fix it. It's not yeah. going to fix the thing you think it's going to fix. So let's find a different solution. Shall mm-hmm. we? I will say I really enjoyed the end of episode two where he son's character had a lot of revenge moments mm-hmm. on yeah. the bullies. I really yeah, yeah, no. But <laughs> 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 again, taxi driver vibes, loved it. I, I mean, I like, like <laughs> I loved it, like, and just in, she did it for everyone. So it was like mm-hmm. not only the main bully, but like the lesser bullies who are still technically still oh, bullies yeah. too. They just weren't as psychotic as she was. Mm-hmm. And then they used, you know, figuring out that to like, you know, be bully against, you know, the main bully or whatever. But they still like deserve stuff. <laughs> and like she sold stuff to them. And I was like, uh, that's nice because it was like they were a, like we didn't do anything and she's like yes you did I mean, she, she's definitely the character to like be like yeah i'm going to listen to these people that like society's not listening to mm-hmm. and like actually be the one to kind of defend them which is like really nice and then and even fun. going after the boss <laughs> yeah yeah and like pretty much ruining his career obviously like that that was not going to be something to come back. From. And like so, she's she's at the end. She's like, I'll take interviews. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, girl. <laughs> Throw away the book. Like it was like, yes. Get your yeah. writing career back. <laughs> so that felt really cathartic. Like mm-hmm. and, and that is, you know, that's that's the fun fantasy aspect in my I mean, there's there's a lot yeah. of small fun fantasy details through the rest of it. But mm-hmm. I really enjoyed I like the cathartic aspect of the revenge mm-hmm. at the end. And again, he's son looking like a boss, like he always does, right? Just, I mean, that one was it, I think, in episode two, like at the business meeting or whatever. And she's in like this gorgeous, sort of black coat, trench coat kind of dress thing, and Uh with that white sparkly the silver white sparkly boots like knee-high boots and just like Hot. walking through and of course <laughs> slow-mo again for a moment because it you gotta slow down and appreciate <laughs> well and then she you had appreciate greatness, you know she had an encounter with the other grim reaper guy and it was just like a moment of like you both are gorgeous. I mean, that yeah. was not the point. But too hot. Too hot. Too hot. Like, oh, your characters hate each other. Got it. I'm glad that we saw you in the same frame. That was enjoyable. So I, I do love that energy. I do love that enemy's energy. You know? Two hot enemies. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I, have to say, I do feel a little bit bad for one person. 
And that was uh, Jung Jung Ha, who they pulled out for a cameo and a poop joke. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, <laughs> like, poor buddy. Come on. Although, I He's did like, like the cameo, but I could have done without the poop joking. Part yeah. Of the cameo. It's but just like, you know, it's but listen, that's just the K drama like way. They can't help like themselves. A, I guess it's a green culture way. That's just <laughs> like that. Well, was it when we were watching Ken Porsche, I think somebody was like, oh, boy love series. They always have to have the poop jokes, the toilet humor. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> that is not the boy no. love way. That is There's... the Asian drama way. But just like, you know, let's talk of infinite challenge ended. He's just been, you know. There, you know, I just feel bad. <laughs> Can we talk about the Jade Emperor, though? Oh, yeah. yeah Hell yeah. Really. The shoulders on that cape. Oh, yeah. Like, listen, those shoulders were like reaching to heaven. Oh my God. But the way so, she like first comes in is so cute. Like, just like everyone's so grandma. Just coming around, grandma. making sure everyone's eating, everyone's having a good day. Well, she was obviously dressed as. So, in those workplace dramas, there's always like a like a health drink lady or like a vitamin <laughs> Juice supplement lady. lady. Yeah. yeah. And she's always dressed, you know that outfit of the sun hat because mm -hmm. you know she gets a lot of her walking in and does all these things what mm -hmm. i did wonder about that moment was did they all did they all know she was the jade emperor i yeah. think so. they just but she's like she's the boss but she's she's the loving but boss she's awesome mm -hmm. Everybody, and then obviously, Rowan did not know, which was <laughs> that was funny. Well, obviously, because obviously. he does not work there, he's well, he's and he like he up. asks, he knows he's waiting, and he asks, like, he sends character, he's like, you know, it, the Jade Emperor, does he have a long white beard and flowing cloaks? And she's like, sure, we'll go with that, and she <laughs> leaves, and then this grandma comes in, and he's like, okay, grandma, thanks for the juice box, but like. I'm looking for the Jade Emperor. And she's like, oh, okay. Oh, are you? <laughs> I think like, like uh, uh, Kimmy Sun's character is like, oh, like, it's terrifying. Like, he, you know, he'll, well, like, you know, trying to like scare this kid. And so he's like, hmm. is the Jade Emperor really like as volatile? And <laughs> Kimmy Sun's character is just like, okay. Um, all right, I see. I see what's happening here. But oh my god, serving looks the women in this show. <laughs> they really are. Yes. <laughs> and it's actually, all around nice on the eyes for yeah. everyone. Involved. And I was actually I was like mentioning that. So I was watching it and my husband was sitting next to me and I was like, you know what? Like I really love that recently there's been more and more korean dramas that have middle-aged women mm -hmm. as the main mm -hmm. characters yeah. not as someone yeah, absolutely mom. like because it's just like you know there's this whole like sad but true joke is like as soon as you hit 30 suddenly you're playing the mom to like 20 year olds for some oh, reason oh yeah like and it's like everywhere too but like yeah. it's just like even like something like playful kiss i think is one of the first ones that i encountered in and so it's also one of the first dramas i watched but like the mom in Playful Kiss, if she's like five years older than JJ, yeah, like, like something absurd, and you're like, there, there was yeah. like a, there was like a, like a, a skit at one point. It had Courtney Cox in it, where they were like, "Oh, you've turned 40, and they're like setting her out to like, 
like they're like we'll put you in the boat for your viking funeral because like <laughs> you know you're basically dead at this point and so i really like this new trend of mm-hmm. you know middle-aged hot women just Be being hot women hot you know like it's so nice guess to what see. kim Hae-suk, yeah she might be in her 70s but she's hot like absolutely it's it's super talented and hardworking. Oh, hell yeah. it's great yeah. that she gets interesting roles that she gets to like mm-hmm. chew on and stuff because mm-hmm. everyone would be missing out not her yeah. not being able to have roles and she's so, she's so prolific that luckily for her at this point in her career she's like listen she can do whatever project she wants to do yeah, she'd be like, you know what i mean like this and they're like, like yes, she's, please <laughs> she's, she's literally called the mother of k-dramas mm-hmm. yeah. for various she i think she's played everyone's mom at some point i'm sure mm-hmm. oh i'm but sure like, she, i don't think there's like a single actor or actress out like, there that she has like some sort of yeah <laughs> yeah she's, she's bankable it's just, it's just nice to see older women playing not moms yeah nothing yeah. wrong with playing moms don't get me wrong don't don't get it twisted like but like, and like, you're like yeah but there's a there's more roles like, there's definitely yeah. middle-aged and, women do more than just and help, a lot of the like you know roles are fluid enough that they don't actually have to have like an age gap you, you could have like had some of these <laughs> roles in different stuff and like defaulting to someone who's like 20 is just like why you've got like really established like actresses who could really pull that off you know yeah you're watching like like a law drama or something and the like boss is a woman and you're like okay cool and she's like 25 and you're like no no like that's not how law firms work yeah like are we sure about this or or something like like, pick people who don't look like they look like they're 25 like you're like no that person actually looks like they're a baby like it's yeah it's not even like we can just like sit here and pretend like you know some like some actresses so yeah we can pretend there's like this you know like a 15 year gap sure it's so bizarre because they'll like they somehow think that 25 year olds can play both 16 and 35 year olds at the same time and it's friggin weird just Cast like an eighteen-year-old to play the sixteen-year-old. Cast a thirty-five-year-old to play the thirty-five-year-old. It's not that hard. Like sometimes where you're like uncomfortable because they're so young and you know that they're not supposed to be that way. And no mm-hmm. matter what the show is like trying to do for you, you're like this is uncomfortable. And I've seen this like in the reverse where males get to be super old and then play the really young and that's what happened on one of the other dramas where it literally made me uncomfortable the entire time and it was so yeah just ridiculous watching them like you cannot tell me that that person was like they'll have like flashback scenes where like the person is like a six-year-old and i'm like no clearly he would have been a 25 year old and i know this you, you know could this. you like, couldn't just get hire an actor to play the younger version of him yeah it's like now. uncomfortable like not only in relationships but like in terms of like their jobs and stuff and you're like i'm uncomfortable like especially with like watching a crime thriller i'm like i just think you're a baby you're like, it, and then like it, you're it, supposed to be this, like you're like is it uh is it is it that type of crime uh-huh. <laughs> Like, what yeah, you know right? that yeah. type of crime actually have the years to like solve this well, like i don't think you do. especially when it's like a romance i don't have a problem with an age gap romance so if you've got a 50 year old actor and a 30 year old actress 
okay fine but don't pretend but don't tell me that they met it when she was in high school yeah they're not the same age and that he was only a couple years older no than her don't don't like, play these games with us we're not 20 stupid. years older than her i can't buy that like yeah I, I like i'm not going to unless, it. unless like, the plot isn't around this strangely old looking man <laughs> who's like been Benjamin discriminated against for looking old his and whole you know life. Like, like most of those place those things they don't even try to make his like characters like the who he is like younger too he plays a 50 year old as a 50 year old <laughs> and you're like that's like okay so like I, there's a lot of contention with like goblin but at least you were like yeah that that's a 16 year old in his mind like <laughs> you know yeah. like you won't you you don't think he's like an old guy like you know no, like in terms of yeah, like his mental age but like yeah. someone you're like man come on this does nothing especially no. if you're tr you're trying to make me believe that like but they, they I, could I be the murderer and could not like be the murderer the too. So, like, I yeah. love this faux indignation that really exists when there's like a middle-aged woman cast opposite like someone in their mid to late twenties, and they're like, "Oh, so inappropriate with this Nuna." So and I'm just like, dude, like literally almost every other drama has this same, like, age gap between or the leads more. in reverse and, and no one says a yeah. damn thing. So why don't you just shut the it's fuck up right weird now? too. Please. Like, especially, like, it'll be like, yeah, they're five years apart. Five years? And, like, he's, like, almost 30. And we're <laughs> mad at that? No, <laughs> like, maybe okay. if we... Sh it, we could talk about if the guy was, like, 18 or 17. Okay, cool. Like, but... Come on. <laughs> yeah, like, I... Like twenty seven and thirty six is not the massive age gap that you think it is. <laughs> like, it's really not this big generational gap. It is so sad when you like look at the people like complaining about this, and they most of the time they are like well above twenty, and you're like, oh, we feel like failed everyone if that's like how. <laughs> no, what I, love, I think like, I saw way. a tweet once that was like all these people complaining about you know like the seven year age gap as if their own parents aren't like ten to twelve years apart in <laughs> yeah, age like, too. Like, yeah, yeah okay. okay. <laughs> and I mean, all that said, as it perhaps relates back to tomorrow yes a lot yeah. of people when we were looking at comments and stuff a lot of people are like romance please no romance please romance please no romance no right like and people are really concerned that there might be a romance between because of, character and Rowoon, which i because she's see old. happening at all she's old so like, we you know, I mean, um, yeah, she might be older than him, but she fine as hell, and he would yeah, be lucky. So lucky. Yeah, he would be lucky to snap back her. Thanking his lucky yeah, stars, seriously, to, like, like grace with her presence. If his character gets to so much as like buy her fancy shoes, he will be <laughs> like, grateful. That's true. Yeah. Like, nice try. Like. <laughs> Just admit you're jealous and like move on, you know. <laughs> I will Except, say it doesn't seem, seem like, like that's yeah. the direction no. it's going to yeah, go. I, I, I cannot imagine like her character finding him attractive. Like no, no, it just no does it, not. That's her little brother now. You can yeah. tell that it's like, her bro little brother. She's and busy like, with uh, a lot of other right. things. Wrong, wrong now, listen, is also like, like a little brother to her as well. Like, you know, like, listen, some sort of like hateful. 
<laughs> sexual tension with her and Lisa Hyuk now. Oh, now so much fan fiction. If they if they don't angry sex at some but point, they the have to. Like, they must do at some point. Like you don't just hate someone that much for no reason. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> also, they have just like such great chemistry. And they've been like together <laughs> for like thirty together. seconds. I yeah, know. you're just like, oh, like, ooh, sizzle. Like, okay. I, and this is the type of enemy silver I like where they're both equal and their enemy is <laughs> like there's not yes. one who's like bubbling no, I, I really, I really sort of like equal hate it's yes, yes. Uh, i really sort of like that like i hate you so much but goddamn you're sexy like i love that vibe because like that's sort of like i'm feeling the tension you know yeah. like, i'm not no. saying it'll and happen then, like, they're I'm glaring saying at each should. other and like everybody in the room was like Oh, yeah, like, ooh, like, ooh, feel a little, <laughs> keep it to the that's bedroom, the, 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 and lady, like, <laughs> them alone. like, listen, I'm not saying it'll happen. I'm just saying it should. <laughs> I, mean, I do not disagree. Even if it was just like a little backstory, and that's why they hate each other so much, oh. I'd be like, uh-huh, because like, there's really no reason for them to be this at odds in what is essentially because, just a workplace yeah, disagreement. He seems like the type that would be like a super cool customer about many yeah, emotional things. But like also, care. are they actually like working with each other that much? Yeah, like their meetings because they're both heads of their department, sure. But like once a mo- week, if that, and then yeah, they're like, on their way to doing their own stuff. Like, yeah, but there seems like there's a lot of animosity there. Yes, and absolutely. I I'm not saying I'm already writing the fanfic, but like. But like <laughs> But you and might you like, don't to see it. <laughs> the gears are turning, you know. But maybe by episode sixteen, if we don't have anything, she might be putting like a post. Uh, you know, I think if, if we get nothing out of this at the end of episode sixteen, check back on my AO three. There might be a little, little one shot on there. Who knows? Like, I, I'm sure there is someone out there right now who's like, I've already got it started. I got it. You know, like, girl, they're like, girl, got- I am ahead of you. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> Was like, like I, when, listen, when they I saw the posters, they started, <laughs> they're like, they're just like, they were so nice posters. Oh my gosh, they were oh beautiful lighting. Yeah, they've got this like pink lighting that they're doing, and like it's fun in the Asian wiki because like you know they do it by like groupings and like so their whole group minus like one person has like the pink lighting and they're just like nice and it's black like nice, suits. like reddish orangey red pink yeah. like peachy yeah 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 so, it's nice i did have a wondering about the like department heads or the board mm-hmm. of directors or whoever they are mm-hmm. well first of all i wondered what their names were because no one subtitled that on netflix which was sad but mm. luckily asian wiki as always came through <laughs> Gave us all their names. I did wonder if they had any like supernatural story fable type ties to afterlife stuff. Oh, oh I wonder. So, for instance, in the tale of the nine tailed that talks about like there were these glasses, yada yada, and so like one of the characters is obviously has these very different glasses that he's wearing. Mm-hmm. So like that made me think of that. Yeah, it so might I, be. And yeah. I wondered what if the styling of those characters because they were kind of all styled differently and stuff mm-hmm. i wonder yeah. yeah they all look like they were from different eras or like, like if uh, could it be something that maybe they're like um significant figures public figures like kings or oh yeah. something maybe. in korean history well, too like, I, I just thought like the one a female director like she gave off 
works for the art department kind of vibes. Like she had that mm -hmm. sort of like the beret and the kind of like, oh, yeah. you know, look to her. And I thought, okay, so I don't know what the art department in the afterlife does, but she's clearly the kind <laughs> of like fashion or whatever. Like yeah. maybe we'll find out. Maybe that'll be like, we got to see the, like, you know, the, the basement dweller nerds that make the, flashback scenes maybe we'll get to see the other mm -hmm. departments as yeah maybe they have to keep like... on going to the different departments for different like cases. yeah because this is a workplace drama after all yeah so. <laughs> or maybe they'll have to team up once in a while with something in order to get help or whatever you gotta convince mm -hmm. this department to release the whatevers so that you can or maybe make, make a new time. a new key of memory from whoever mm -hmm. yeah which it's i thought that was a cool mechanic mm -hmm. that was actually mm -hmm. very simple like as far as yeah the key and then the mm -hmm. way they had to keep finding doors and stuff i thought that was pretty neat yeah. mm -hmm. I, I will admit narratively between the end of episode one and the beginning of episode i got two, a little confused for a second there some shows in general do this it's not like tomorrow is the outlier sometimes mm -hmm. this just happens with shows mm -hmm. to where it's going to be hard for me to describe so i'm going to try to generally describe it the events that they show at the end of episode one narratively make sense together. And so that's where you end it. So then when episode two starts up, you kind of start over again with those same events. Mm. Uh -huh. But then all of a sudden, narratively, it's totally different. And you have other mm -hmm. stuff added in. And it's not like you're just filling in details. It was like a fair bit different. Yeah. Uh -huh. As far as causes and effects and then like when you're actually for instance when the memories are starting to finally break since you mm -hmm. already saw that at the mm -hmm. end of episode one and then at the beginning of episode two how it was like then trying to fill in well it was because Rowan's character like kind of screwed up mm -hmm. but since I don't know since they had already shown that it was breaking at the end of episode one yeah, it made it, it was more confusing weird and it was it was a lot of like Often K-dramas do that, where the first bit of the next episode is like a rehash of the last of sorts, bit, of yeah. the last bit of, the, and sometimes it's a direct one, and sometimes they do seem to almost be telling it from a different viewpoint or a different person's perspective. But like mm -hmm. this one, some of it went on almost too long before they got to the part that was changing, and I was like, why are we doing all of this scene before? again like yeah I, I remember i just watched it yesterday like i'm i'm still here you know like and well especially if like, you're binging it it was like super weird yeah 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 when you go into like consecutively i mean yeah and it, it was because of the length of it too that made it mm -hmm. more confusing to me because it took so long yeah at the beginning of episode two it was obvious like Eventually it became, oh, it's because Ruin's character eventually stepped in and they perceived him and therefore mm -hmm. that's what caused everything to break. Yeah. Which makes more sense than... Yeah, it makes yeah. sense, but it took... A, was it 10, 15, 20 minutes? I mean, it was... Yeah, it was like a substantial... Especially because these episodes are only an hour long, too. Mm -hmm, right. So it was like a, like a percentage, a good percentage of the like final like of the episode. Well, I mean, when I first... Because I had stopped watching after... I started up episode two and then I walked away and I couldn't get back to it until the next day. And so when I started up episode two again, I thought Netflix had like 
ignored the fact that I started episode two mm -hmm. and like put me back into episode one because it was so similar. I was like, wait, did I like, did I yeah. jump? Did I, was there a glitch? And, and then, and then suddenly something was different. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, it was definitely a little like, especially cause I did a like back to back. So it was like, kind of like, oh, this is like a yeah abnormally same. long like exactly rehash. the same like right hash and you're like oh, what's okay and then it kind of like okay i got there but yeah it was a little hard to follow to where i mean if they had maybe done the end of episode one a little bit different like showed just a little at the end of episode one mm -hmm. and then it'd just be obvious kind of like oh next time you know i don't know like you know like like the end of episode one, it was kind of like very much focused on like one person's view. And then like when they got into the other one, it's like, you're clearly on a different angle. So like, you kind of like at least get that like, oh, yeah. it's the same, but mm -hmm. like, I'm, I'm like two feet over. So I, there's something different about this. Mm -hmm. Or like an emphasis on, oh, we lost the key this time. You know, if there was just, if something was just cut differently or whatever, mm -hmm. it would have been. I'm just saying it was really confusing. Yeah. Now, if someone, if you watched episode one and then you like waited a week or two to pick up episode, like you'd be like, oh, it's fine. Like, no, <laughs> yeah. yeah. When yeah. you watch them one after the other, I was like, wow, this is a really long, really long backtrack. Okay. <laughs> a, a lot. And then I was like, oh, we're, oh, we're switching it up. Okay. 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 But especially okay. because of the subject matter, I think, too. Yeah. Because yeah. it was showing, it was showing the bullying even at the end of episode one. So, like, yeah. So it was a lot. Like it was a good solid. If you're watching them back to back, you're getting a good solid, probably twenty minutes at least of mm -hmm. bullying scenes, mm -hmm. and they're yeah. fairly intense. Like nothing. I would say if you're used to Korean dramas that, that have bullying in them, it's nothing new. Like it's intense, but it's not. Mm -hmm. it, and it's not you know. Bloody or sexual anything. violence yeah. or you know stuff like that but mm -hmm. so it it was intense but it wasn't like i don't know I, I didn't feel like okay this is something worse than anything i've witnessed before in a k-drama but for 20 minutes in a row it's a lot yeah i, I really but, enjoyed I mean, the show me too same, same. I, I, I really need to, the four episodes to really kind of get into it a little bit more especially to see if that like comedy kind of yeah like gets drowned out a bit or they just were doing that thing where like a lot of people do where they do a massive amount of comedy and then they forget they were supposed to be doing comedy for the rest <laughs> of the show and then you're like yeah, oh, I, I got this that, <laughs> yeah. that i can do well, yeah yeah dramas really do seem to a lot of the time the first two to four episodes like will be a completely different tone yeah. than the rest of mm -hmm. the drama and you're like that's a weird choice to make but okay like yeah. but so, you made it oh no. so yeah yeah i'm definitely here to see the next two episodes like i'm definitely mm -hmm. enough interested in like what's going on and especially the main female character because i think she's just great and wonderful and i'll probably just mm -hmm. watch for her let's be real <laughs> and honest um <laughs> but like it's enough to like keep me kind of intrigued to see what's going on i'm hoping it stays pretty good especially because like this one kind of seems like it would probably be a really great one to be a 12 episode or it's not a 12 episode or so I'm getting yeah. spoiled with those like small ones. Mm, yeah, <laughs> so, it's true. Yeah. So I I'm know. hoping the well, pacing kind of sticks up with this. When I, I finished up uh, forecasting love and weather and I was like, this would have made a 
pretty good 12 episode drama. <laughs> and I was like, mm. I like the 12 episodes. 12 episodes feels like just the right I still length. Like it. Yeah, it's just a nice it little just... area. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's something I really appreciate in Netflix. They seem to really go for that 12 episode dramas. Like mm, true. a lot of the ones. I mean, it, it is nice that this isn't like an hour and 20 minute episodes too. So I think yeah. that's like a... Yeah. Is it so like evens out to the same length as the longer twelve. Yeah, so. Run, you know? yeah. Oh, but what if they keep doing that like long second episode cut thing, like at the beginning? I don't hope, know. Not. So, I hope not. I hope not. I would like. I'm hoping. Uh, kind of not hoping because this would have been really bad. It's like your second episode and you're doing this. But to me, what it seems like is like, oh, shit, we don't have enough uh, recorded stuff to make up the hours, so we have yeah. to fill in stuff. That's what I assume. I hope it's not because it's the second episode, but <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, things happen, I guess. It's COVID time, whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, it's like, at the end of the day, it's just all K-dramas. It doesn't have to be perfect, and it doesn't have to be great, and it doesn't have to be, like... You can the, oh my gosh, the best thing it. that I've ever seen in my <laughs> life, you know? You can still enjoy it. If you yeah. Can. But so. we want to see a lot of Tim Heathun's character doing a yes. lot of cool things. Yes. Yes. <laughs> get your fans ready, <laughs> ladies. Because it's going to get oh hot in here. Her hair color is so good. Oh. That, like, mm -hmm. that peachy pink. Oh, yes. and this, like, and I always <laughs> I want to take it to the hairdresser and be like this, this, my hair this is what I would oh, like right. please just, well, just make they, me her please <laughs> <laughs> well and then they tie in the eyeshadow with the hair color oh, really well yeah, eyeshadow looking which, which is fun I, I really like it because she's such a serious character like mm -hmm. It makes it She's serious and kind of mysterious, but not in the normal serious, mysterious character. Like, it's yes. not like she's, like, purposely hiding things. It's just, like, she does have it. We just haven't been introduced to it because there's, like, yeah. we're strangers, so we obviously don't know. And the people around her are strangers, and why would they yeah. know, you know? Like, so it's got that, like, fun, like, what's what's up with her? What's going on? I'm very intrigued by this and what we're going to find out later on in episodes. And also the dynamic between her and um, Yujian's character, mm -hmm. like because even their dynamic, like how her character doesn't doesn't appreciate that he's getting off at that time all the yeah. time, but still, but at the like same time, boss. obviously made a promise, like. She, she was talking about a contract that yeah. she made with him. It's like so. kind of like that she doesn't hate it because there was like one time and she was like, oh, is it time? Okay, I've got this. Like it was right. like very like matter of fact because, you know, when Rowan was like off the bridge, you know, at that point she, and he's like, oh, you know, it's like time. And she's like, I got this, whatever, go. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. drag their ass out of the water. I, I'm the manager. <laughs> this is like my like lot in life. To, so she's know, an actual good yeah. manager. Yeah, she's like, one of those managers yeah. out there. And also, <laughs> he, her, like, he back talks like, her. Issue. <laughs> he back talks her a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. to a, to a fun there, there's like a fun dynamic there. they're like yeah. a team right yeah they're definitely a team that it's i mean she is the manager but it's not like she's the boss and he's the subordinate they're yeah. a team that works together and mm -hmm. you see that in their interactions which is nice yeah. i was looking up the different like the the different department heads and a lot of them just say department head on my drama list but i'm curious about the one it's listed as 
the domestic sales team head. And I want to know, <laughs> what does the sales team do in the afterlife? Maybe they well, do KPL within people's Like, here's my theory. They could be trying to, like, sell people on their reincarnations like they have several mm -hmm. options of reincarnations and they have to get rid of the less popular reincarnated <laughs> ones so they gotta or, like you know do you have hey, to do yeah. stuff is there like a thing that like you know there's a penance program where you're like have to be like doing stuff and they're like okay if you do this i'll sell you this package which then like gives you like two years off of your stuff yeah. <laughs> or something like that yeah like if, if you do these things I'm really excited about the workplace aspect too, because I did. Yeah, the we, all, we all love a good workplace drama, yeah. don't we, ladies? We do. We do. Well, that, that <laughs> Listen, if we can turn anything to into a workplace drama, if we're trying. Like, <laughs> David had like these flying elevator things. Do you remember? Like he walks um, in. Yeah. They, they walk in, and they had like these elevators that had like propellers on them. I thought it was really cool. <laughs> Yeah, that actually like, looks fun as hell. Flying <laughs> elevators. I think of uh, Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> no, God, I love that movie. So good. <laughs> it's a word and like. I was gonna say, I obviously have not like watched Cabin in the Woods. I, it's yeah. It's you know by it's, a it's, person it's that a very, we all now know who is yes, a terrible person. A scumbag, but but it is the most self-aware horror oh movie. That I've ever seen. And it's just like perfect. It really is done. I hate that he's such a jerk now and he's like taken over every love of my life. Yeah, well. Good old Joss Whedon. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, so that's been our episode on the first two episodes of the show Netflix show tomorrow. Um, if you would like to discuss the first four episodes and you're listening to this the day it comes out, you got to check out our YouTube on Wednesday because we will be doing a live stream about the first four episodes where we chat with people who've also watched it and had a good time. And we can talk gonna... more about it. Get deeper That's in. right. We can listen. If you really loved this uh, Kim Hee Sun mommy stuff like you're gonna love <laughs> our live stream i'm sure like <laughs> just putting that out there um there will probably be more of that content to come uh, on our youtube we also we do lots of fun stuff we're doing much much more on the youtube these days all the episodes can be found there um but we've been doing a lot of live streams and things so you should go subscribe and click that little mm -hmm. bell and you know Come hang out with us on YouTube. That is like uh, what we're what we're doing these days, and it's super fun. And as I said, all the episodes can be found there, but they can also be found wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, if you want links and stuff, you got to go to certifiednunas.com, our home on the web, where everything can be found there. And if you want to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com/slash/certifiednunas, which is where our certified fan family lives. They are our supporters who basically keep the lights on for this little podcast that has been going now for many years now. <laughs> An almost shockingly long amount of time and amount of episodes now that I think about it. Um, so we think that they're the best. Uh, we put little extras. They get, you know, fun stuff over there. We have a movie night every month. It's good fun. It's good times, good fun. And uh, we love every single one of our patrons. We think they're the best mm -hmm. anyway we hope you have a fantastic week you know take care of yourself and uh wash your hands wear a mask and as always keep enjoying asian entertainment
Bye. Bye. Bye.